Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about all things anime and manga, from news to reviews and everything in between. I am your host, Frankfurter, and with me is my co-host, the non-karate chopper, Magically Average. Today we are going to talk about summer 2022 anime in review, but before that, Mr. Average, Mr. Karate Chop, not Karate Chopper, how are you? Where does that even come from? Uh, before the show you said you were going to chop me or something like that, and so I just thought of that. That's, that's Did what, I? Yeah. We can, get, we can roll back the tape later. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to, I'm going to challenge flag that. It's, I need a video review. Mm-hmm. It happened. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, right. you doing good? Mr. Yeah. Busybody. Yeah. <laughs> this was a scramble to finish up watching some of these summer shows. I, I've been, I think I said it on a previous podcast, but I have been very busy. Um, I, not an exaggeration, but like these last two and a half months have just been utter craziness and chaos at the household. Yeah. Uh, from From traveling to work stuff to just general home life it's been it's been a lot so like finding the time to sit down and watch through a couple episodes has been uh v- very hard so much so that over the last two days i think i watched a total of 12 to 13 episodes just to get ready for this podcast so yay and yeah, i didn't even finish everything I I, like I, yeah i didn't even finish everything that i wanted to so it is what it is pity well fair nah. enough but um Speaking of shows you didn't even get to finish that you wanted to, please tell us. In summer 2022, uh, actually, I'll just, I'll get back to you. I'll set this up and then I'll come back to you. I'll swing it your way in a sec. Um, wow, what a summer tease. 2022. There we kind of hyped it up. We sort of kind of hyped it up. We knew that there were shows coming out that we were looking forward to. We knew that there were shows that we wanted to watch. But let's start out with the list of shows that we just kind of fell off of. Throughout the season, um, I can begin in which my list was unfortunate. Uh, it's a lot longer than yours, and it's not <laughs> for the, the lack of trying. It's the just like I don't know. We'll we'll get more into it. But uh, when will Ayumu make his move? Teppin, engage, kiss, uh, classroom of the elite, Lucifer and the biscuit hammer, and the devil is a part timer season two. Those were all the shows that I at least watched one episode of and then just fell off of. 
whether it be engaged kiss where it had a graphic makeout scene at the very beginning and i was like nope i'm good this ain't me uh or to classroom of the elite where i got seven episodes in and it was one of those things of i'm just gonna wait for the rest of it to come out before i watch it all because i don't like this type of show specifically i don't like waiting like I don't like waiting week to week to watch what happens yeah. next because since they they do a good job of explaining a story and it's a mystery for all intents and purposes of like who's going to win whatever trial is going on next that it was one of those things that I kept getting frustrated having to wait week to week so around episode 7 I stopped watching not for the because I hated it or disliked it I actually thought it was very good and enjoyable yeah. especially because it just straight went into season two material did not give you a recap is like here we go full tilt here here's season two um but yeah it's just one of those things that i just kind of fell off of it because i wanted to wait for the rest but yeah there were a few duds in this list compared to you know what i want to go back to but those are the shows that i i unfortunately kind of unfortunately fell off of unfortunately yeah sometimes for me, the the ones that I fell off of were purposeful. Um, the maid I recently hired is mysterious. The, the main issue with that one was that it came out like two weeks, two and a half weeks after everything else had like already premiered. So well behind. I watched the first two episodes and it it wasn't interesting. It was just kind of eh. Like I didn't even really care about like the how, why is she mysterious aspect or like does she have ties to this family? I it, it, none of it was like anything that intrigued me or really captured me. So I was like, eh, boring. Uh, Harem and the Labyrinth of Another World gave it a shot. I thought this could be a really interesting isekai. Yes, it's a harem, obviously. Um, and you know, call me a fool for 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 giving it high hopes or thinking that it could be something good knowing that it had three different versions like yeah, the censored bastard. the uncensored and like the super uncensored like I, I get it okay like i i knew what i was getting into but i was like you know what it's an isekai it looked good like visually just from like the the trailers and everything and and it was interesting to kind of see what was going to happen like maybe our dude gets isekai'd and becomes this knight in shining armor that goes about and completely disrupts the um entire i don't know like adventuring landscape or like how all these different women are treated um because there's a lot of slaves and slavery is still a thing and you can buy slaves and they're mostly all women uh no no dude just goes full on in like i'm in meets up with this bastardly old dude and who's like hey you like that chick she'll let you do it all kinds of ways to her want to buy her she's expensive go out an adventure come back and he's like boy oh boy guess i got an admission on my hand and i was like I, well no i'm not i'm not gonna watch an mc that is completely on board with the idea of slavery being cool yeah. uh just was not it it, it wasn't enough we we have a, a mutual in, our, in the discord server that actually, I think they watched it all the way through. Um, and they said it was good. Like for an isekai and as a show as, as a whole, it was good. Uh, but I don't know. There, there was a lot of aspects about it. I just couldn't get through the main one being that it, it sort of 
not like glorified it, but it definitely like made it seem okay. The the idea that like, yeah, slavery is just a normal thing here. And, you know, it's even though you came from a world where slavery it had been abolished and that's just a, such a, it, a archaic concept. Now you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's cool if I'm here and it's it's still a thing. Like, I don't know, why not? I'm like, eh, makes you feel really dirty. Not to mention, like, <laughs> the other piece to it in the censored version was that uh, you couldn't understand half the dialogue because it was getting beeped every fucking five seconds. They'd be talking and half the sentence would be blurred out and then bleeped. And I'm like, I, I don't really understand what you're saying. I, I assume it's really nasty and dirty, but it's just really hard to even understand what's going on in the scene. So I don't know. There's a lot wrong with it. Um, if you're super horny and want to go find like the ultra uncensored version, I don't even know where to go for it. The only one I could find was just the, the censored one on Crunchyroll, but uh, all power to you if you want to go find it and watch a bunch of women enslaved to this one dude go adventuring and get put into precarious situations. So yeah, and fantasy settings positions. can be fantasy settings can be very fucking weird when it comes to stuff yeah. like that. And I like I understand that they're trying to keep in in line with like this is this w is normalized back then like it's not it's not this you know outdated thing you yeah. know it's like slavery is was it it existed like it it and we we're just happened to be in this timeline where it still exists like I get it but to to it's when you have your MC who is not from that era like didn't grow up with it isekai into it and going. Well, I might as well assimilate, blend in, get on board with this whole slavery thing. Like that's when I'm like, uh like yeah. not cool. I mean, you could also blame Shield here a little bit for that. They they definitely do that as well. Yeah. Like they make it seem like, oh, when they become his slaves, like they also get more empowered because they kind of go up to his power level, but it's also just like this doesn't feel right. This doesn't yeah. this feels icky. It's and again, like creative freedom, I get it, I understand it, whatever. But it it just seems like it's such a really dirty thing yeah. to to be like we're gonna we're gonna add some additional element to make it feel like it's not as bad as it used to be. Like you know, it's still fantasy. It's like no, yeah. it's you know the the idea and the concept of it that still remains the same. So I don't know, I just couldn't get through it. Um, again, all power too if you could. Definitely you, will not be coming back to this. Did you mention your last show that you dropped? No, because I wanted to spend some time since we had it high. Since we what? Um, so the, since we put it really high, we were super excited for it. I want to leave that last. Okay. Stop spoiling well, it is shit. last, isn't it? Because I'm just going to no, ask you what you I, would want to go back to. No, 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 no. I wanted to talk about the devil as a part-timer. I didn't put it in order on our sheet. Just calm down. Let me do my thing. I'm rolling. I'm flowing. You... Oh my cool God. your shit. The last one that I didn't finish, and for other reasons, too, that I was super, super excited about, this devil is a part-timer, which you just kind of glossed over, sir. You didn't even give it, like, the light of day as to why no, we stopped. it didn't stopped. deserve it. That's exactly what I was going to get at, is that it did not deserve the light of day at all. And this was a show that we were both, as oh, well as many fellow... I was excited for this. Yeah, as well as other many fellow uh, anime watchers out there who had seen it when it first came out, too. Uh, super excited about the season two. Where are we going to leave off? What's going to happen? What's this little baby thing that was came out of fucking nowhere? Um, yeah, no, it was garbage. 
it was the animation aside, which was downright grotesque at times. Like I, there were scenes where I just was like, I have to watch this five times over because I can't believe it made it through quality control. Fish eye, the fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like multiple times where there was like, um, animation aside, boy, that story was stinky and boy, oh boy, were like nothing. It felt like nothing was happening at all, but yet a shit ton of stuff went down. Like more lore was being built out and there was more things you had to follow along with this tree of whatever, where the little baby kid came from and ties to whomever. And then the kid becomes a fucking weapon or some shit. Like, I'm like, dude, I, I don't go back to him frying making french fries and burgers and and fighting other devil you know people from yeah the other world like just go back to that that was that was cool that was interesting that was funny don't don't do like this whole like you have a mission now and it's deep into the lore of the other like i don't fucking care you no have one cares a child yeah you have a baby on your hands now go forth yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't finish whew. the show. I or I didn't finish this show, let alone get that far. I got an episode in, thinking I would come back to it, and just never did. No, I mean, I I think I watched three or four episodes, and could not could care less about the story. Could care less about the character progressions, which, like, they took five steps back with most of the characters. And guess it what? was really bad. And guess what? It's getting a season three. Oh joy! I honestly didn't even know that. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's officially a season three, but it's getting a follow up next year. Ugh. Next Ugh. year at some point. So, yeah. well, there. I mean, there is a manga to this too. Yeah, there's a manga that's got a lot of volumes. Mm-hmm. That's why people are like, bring it back, bring it back. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They, I get. They did. I mean, they I shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, well, I get that it. They should. They should have waited until after everything that's airing this current season being fall 2022 they should have waited for after that because i feel like everybody wants to work on those shows that are coming up this season that they were kind of like on the b c role of some shows this season and i think that devil's a part-timer kind of was one of those shows yeah i I get it but i mean it doesn't excuse the fact that the i guess the story everything about it was that kind of interesting then yeah it just everything about it just seemed like like they were in a meeting and they were like, what show do we want to do again? And someone said devil is a part timer. And then they laughed and then went, well, maybe we could. And then speed rushed through it, realizing like, oh, shit. OK, people are still talking about the original. Yeah, let's give them a let's give them a season two and just didn't even think twice about it. Do you know how They're many like, light novels this series has? light not even, novels not even manga manga there's 19 do you want to know how yeah i was gonna say there's oh, i'm gonna go well based on your face i'm gonna say a crazy number like 28 you were nearly there 27 oh my god 27 there, light novels 27 light novels and it ended in 2020 first off um i don't read light novels most of the time um I feel like this one is such a weird one to have as a light novel. Well, it started as a light novel. I I know, but like imagine imagine having like is it because reading. it doesn't have like a huge ass title attached to it. No, like most no. light novels do. 
<laughs> no, no, yeah, like the ones where it's like the the title itself is a light novel, like just I reading the up title. My farming skills, and because yeah. of that, I'm really super strong. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, it's just like like if you think about like the characters and the setting and like everything, you you would imagine it being much better as a as a comic as a manga to yeah. set up everything as opposed to like the devil sits behind the counter and a patron comes in and it's day two of being an employee at McRonald's like like oh boy this is riveting stuff I guess this is where season two kind of comes in because it's all just like heavy lore and backstory and stuff so I don't know it moral of the story though is that devil is a part-timer season two was garbage but i might have to just power through it if there is going to be a season three because <sighs> i just i don't know i well, want to i want to give it a second try speaking of powering through shows um what are some like out of everything you've dropped and everything you kind of didn't watch this season like didn't get yeah. the time to watch like what what would you want to go back to because i know i have like a fairly long list of things that i actually do want to go watch yeah, I mean, the easy one for me is Overlord. I, I'd watched through half of it, and I'd been watching it weekly, and then it became one of those shows where I was like, uh, I don't have time to watch this one today. I want to watch Call of the Night, or I want to watch Don Machi. And then that ended up being seven weeks straight of like, oh, shit, I am so behind on Overlord. <laughs> but I, I do want to finish it, because Overlord, through the first five weeks, um, was my top show. Like it, it, the way that the story was going and how they were pulling it in from season three and mm -hmm. the, like just the in, the entire like premise of what they were pushing was so fucking cool that I was I was like, yes, this is this is what I want from the next season of Overlord. Like, I don't want them like going off and capturing another village or, you know, destroying another army. Like, I want them exploring the world going beyond uh the the tomb of nazareth and like their home base and and then like the city that they beat in the season three which i think it's just called the magic kingdom or something i don't know i can't remember um i was like yes they're 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 venturing off and then i just stopped <laughs> so <laughs> i i do want to finish that because i i am really really excited about how it was going um and want to see how it finishes fair enough um i know for me the one that i most want to go back to is definitely classroom of the elite um as i said i watched about seven episodes of it before i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait until it all comes out because i'm really enjoying this but i don't enjoy the absolute major cliffhangers that they that they kind of go off on it's just like i'll just you know i'll just wait I'll just wait until it's all out. Like, this isn't that immediate need show. This isn't at the top of my list of the season that I'm absolutely in love with. This yeah. is just one of those shows that I've I've been watching, you know, whenever there's a new episode, I'll just watch it in the middle of the night and uh, call it a day. But yeah, this, this to me, that's like the one show that I really do want to go back to. Um, there are a few others that I started that I do want to, like, again, really go back and watch to see if it's any good. The biggest one that is that's still a giant question mark for me is Teppin. i watched that first episode episode two got canceled or and then brought back later and then it went straight into episode three and i watched episodes one and three and i was just like this feels weird i feel like i lost a lot with not watching episode two 
and now that it's all out there i kind of just i want to watch the whole entire show and see if it actually is a good comedy and holds up or not but um <clears throat> yeah Teppin to me is is one of those shows and then same with uh a yumu uh when will yumu make his move you finish that that one i did not finish i don't know why it was one of those shows that um as i'm watching it like you know going to bed it was like the last one on the list consistently of things i was going to watch so i'd inevitably fall asleep during it because reading in bed in a dark room not they don't go hand in hand very well they go hand in hand if you want to try and sleep but otherwise they don't really go hand in hand so um i absolutely adore the source material for when will Yuma make his move which is why i'm kind of like less worried to get to it but um that's a show that I do really want to go back to because I do enjoy the source material and what I watched of it was very good. So it's just a thing that I'll eventually have to get to. But, um, yeah. And then I'll, whenever the whole English dub for a devil is a part-timer comes out, I'll just watch that during work because that's kind of what I did was I did that with season one, even though I'd watched the devil is a part-timer way back when as well. But mm-hmm. I did that. I redid that with season one, and it worked fine. I got out of it as much as I did when I watched it the first time. So it's like, great, I'll just watch this whenever it all comes out in English and uh, call it a day. But there are two shows, two shows that I did not start that I heard were very good, or I know are pretty, like I know the source material is very good. Um, the one be the one source material that I know people enjoy that people really like that I really want to watch is the girl from the other side. Uh, they had the, I think it was, uh, was it Wit? Wit maybe did them, I believe. It was like an OVA or three episode short series. Uh, but that one looked really interesting. Um, I really want to watch that. And then uh, Futo P, P-I, I don't know if it's Pi, P, Pe, I don't know. Um, I hear really good things about it. I don't really know much about it, but I hear great things. So it's one of those things that I do really really want to watch i just it started halfway through the season and it's still going right now that i'm just like maybe maybe one day but yeah i feel like there are a decent amount of shows i want to go back to whether or not they're all you know end strong or not is to be determined in my book but it kind of speaks a little bit of volumes of the shows that i fell off of and the shows that you know I do want to go back and watch. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But I know you have a. Oh, and there's also the the one show that you have on your list as well that I did not put on my list because it stopped halfway through the season and then is coming back soon if it hasn't already. But uh, Uncle yeah. from Another World. <clears throat> yeah, Uncle from Another World. I do was... want to start and finish once it's all out. But uh, tell us a bit about it's, it. It's so funny. Um, yeah, well, I guess to just highlight the, what was happening with the show too, they had originally, they had a COVID outbreak, like at the beginning of the season that delayed an episode by, I want to say like two weeks, three weeks. And then I think they had another outbreak, um, just past the halfway point. So they decided that they were going to simply re-air the episodes that had already been airing. Um, to finish out the summer season, and then they were going to air the entirety of the season again in fall. So, like, from the beginning, basically. Which I wonder so, what type of strings they had to pull to get, like, rights dude, to I don't know. fucking well, air it in Japan. Because I know that it, those things are, like, booked out seasons in advance. 
Yeah, I, I don't know about the airing it in Japan. I, I, I assume that was a headache and a half to figure out. But, I mean, lucky for them, they're on Netflix. So they're not having to, like, do this battle of, like, Crunchyroll being, like, you know, we got to be at the top of Crunchyroll's homepage or, like, even High Dive 2 now. Like, yeah. they were like, okay, thankfully we're on Netflix. Um, there's only, like, a handful of new anime coming out each season that goes to Netflix. You know, one or two, really. So they had that going for them. But yeah, this show is hilarious. Um, the the animation alone is really like they do a really good job with it. it it's kind of uh, I wouldn't say crude, but it, it has a very like unique, interesting art style to it that I it definitely lends itself to like more to the humor side as well, which is how they utilize that art style for a lot of like the different facial features and and scene settings and stuff like that so uh that alone is funny but basically guy gets it goes into a coma at a young age wakes up i think 17 years later um and uh still retains his powers uh from when he was isekai'd when he wakes up from his coma and his nephew comes and gets him and in what ensues is just a whole lot of hilarity and uh, funny skits and diving back into his days as an adventurer uh, in the other world. So it's it is a lot of fun. It's definitely like a different take on an isekai, and I it it's in that same realm of like Konosuba where they they make fun of a lot of those isekai tropes. So it's not if like if you're looking for like an isekai, don't watch Uncle from Another World. But if you like humor in isekai or you can laugh at all of those dumb isekai cliches then for sure go watch uncle from another world like it, it is was really really funny um and will definitely be on my list it's just unfortunate that now it's coming out in its entirety in fall so it it's becoming a little bit more cramped uh yeah. to fit it in to the watch schedule but i do want to finish it yeah, I just read it. episode eight is coming back on November twenty fourth. So, yeah, so they're I think they're lining it up with as if the episodes were coming out in fall. Yeah. So yeah, so they did like a weird thing to finish out the summer season portion, and then they're just basically hitting the restart button at the beginning of the fall season. So again, like really unfortunate for them. Um hope everyone is 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 well and healthy at the studio and because yeah i mean i i want this show to come out in its entirety because boy oh boy it was a lot of fun watching those first what i think six episodes seven episodes they were out in english seven, or out yeah. it's not not out in english but out in the united states yeah um so yeah definitely go watch that fair enough um with that being said, uh, if there's anything you want to talk about for shows you want to go back to, I would talk about it now. Otherwise, we will go into shows that we did finish. Eh, the last one is just my stepmom's daughter is my ex. It Again, weird title. A lot of people got thrown off by it. Uh, thought it was really interesting. It was a slice of life. Again, different premise. Still has that kind of like ick feeling, but they do a good job of walking around it and adding in some other characters that add a different layer to that whole like weirdness situation about it so i want to go back and watch it because it was interesting i do want to see how it ends but not a top priority i would say but 
definitely will go watch that before I watch anything else I've named. Looking at you, devil as a part-timer. Yeah, I feel like that, like, okay, to be fair, at least the devil as a part-timer isn't nearly as bad as what um, season two of Promised Neverland is. I don't think anything can really fucking beat how bad that show was. Because, oh boy, was it bad. Yeah, I mean, again, you're comparing, like, the worst thing. Yeah, it's it's not, wait, no, you're comparing, like, apples to fucking name something awful in the world <laughs> like durian? It, it, sure durian fruit i was gonna say nothing in the fruit family just name like fucking worms like you're comparing apples to worms like it there's no comparison like it promise neverland season two will live in infamy for as like one of the worst sequels to come out yeah. but so i don't think it's fair to say that i think it's just it's one of those situations where it it was better off never being made if they were going to make it this way. You know what I mean? Like one of the, like it, it leave it. It's, it was gone for, what was it? Seven years. I think something like that. I something like that. If you want to buy me some, some yeah. I mean, like it came out, the first season came out a long time ago and people had already given up hope. Like we're not going to get a second season. Leave it at that. Nine so, years. No, nine years. Excuse me. Even longer. So like, I'm like, baby. Yeah, like, just leave it. Leave it alone. Unless you're going to do it really, really, really well. Like, just don't touch it. Yeah. Yep. But I guess we will move on then to the shows that we did finish, uh, which is still kind of a, as long of a list, if not maybe a little shorter than what we've already been discussing, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to kick it off with the one show that we are going to talk the least about because we will be recording an episode about uh, an episode of Baka and Co. about um, Call of the Night. Both you and I finished it. Both you and I absolutely love the source material for this. Uh, I don't want to grade it now because we'll be grading it later, but I think yeah. that this show was brilliant. Um, it's probably like looking at everything. I mean, it's definitely top three of the five that I watched, whether it's in the number two slot or the number one slot is just like it could be a toss up between three shows. Yeah, I, I like there were three very quality, quality shows that like I'm I don't know where to put. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only thing I want to say about it is that it I was pleasantly surprised with how they took the source material and made it into like for film like on screen like i was blown away by that piece so if you want to hear our thoughts more you'll have to wait till that episode airs Um, you will have to wait a couple weeks so yeah because we will be recording that next week and that will be posted probably the week after if i had to guess so but in the meantime you should go watch it so that we don't spoil it for you yes Watch it, and then you can join in the conversation when we record it live, and uh, you can tell us why we're stupid or wrong. So, yeah. uh, with Call of the Night out of the way, I finished uh, four other shows, which majority of them you, or by a majority, I mean two of the others you watched as well. So let's just, uh, I'll talk about one that you didn't watch, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Uh, this would probably take the number four slot, in my opinion, for the season for me. Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting was an absolute wholesome fucking show like there's no other way 
to word it. I'm sure there are other ways to word it, but you know, for the lack of better terms or you know, fancier terms that I can't think without of having a thesaurus in front of you. The the, the theosaurus. So I know it's just just a joke. Um, without having a thesaurus in front of me, yeah, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting was an absolute joy to watch. I definitely teared up a few times. Definitely cried a few times. It's not even that it was like a sad show it was more so like seeing this uh relationship between just this absolute demon of a human being in the, in the mob like this yakuza like make a friendship with the boss's daughter and be her babysitter and look after her and all that entails like them just kind of growing as people together is really fucking great it it was it was well done the animation was it was fine the face like the eyes in the show were i mean at least for the child that he befriends the freaking eyeballs are so damn detailed it's insane yeah i know yeah you're looking at me with your big old deer <laughs> eyes um, big old eyes deer in the headlights but um no like it was a well animated like it was a well animated show it wasn't like oh my god this is demon slayer entertainment district like it wasn't like anything mind-blowing yeah. but it, for a slice of life it was still really pretty um so i i really gotta hand it to them this one took me by surprise like i had seen it i thought oh that's a funny premise maybe i'll watch an episode or two and i was i was just hooked it was a it was a good feel good show i know i said good feel good but you know it was a it was just a it was an overall great show if you need a slice of life to go back to this season this would definitely be my recommendation for just a slice of life it's it's wholesome it's great there's a little bit of drama at the end and it, it, it's fine it's good yeah it's good i would say that the strongest thing about it was the uh, character development but um the other show that i watched that you didn't and i'll hop into this and then you can hop into your show that i didn't watch um Made in Abyss season two. Ah, uh, where to start with this one? Um, it is if you've seen season one, you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Season two is more of season one and two, but if not, maybe more gruesome and more brutal and more heartbreaking than it's ever been before. Like, uh, spoilers a little bit for season one. Uh, just close your ears for the next 15 seconds. If you thought the freaking scene, uh, you have headphones on. If you thought the scene where they killed off uh, the friend, the immortal friend was sad, you're not ready for season two. You're not. It's just, it's just more heartbreak and more sadness and more phenomenal just everything about this show. Like, the the thing that I try to sell this show on, even though I know I just did a terrible, terrible job at selling this show, is that the world building is out of this fucking world with this show. The world building and the characters and their development in this world is mind-blowingly good. And to top it all off, you have a soundtrack made by um, probably one of the best composers, like, anime composers out there right now, Kevin Pankin. Fucking absolutely just that's so good it's so good the animation is great the storytelling is bar none probably the best that is like out there currently in any show go watch main of this it, it you will need a tissue box you will be upset you will like 
cringe not in the fact of like ooh that's hard to watch is like this is this person's acting really weird uh, more so oh that's brutal um so i i definitely would suggest it it's it's not for everybody because of the brutality of the world and everything that's in it but it's it's definitely a phenomenal show so those are the two that i watched that you didn't watch please sir tell me about when will he make his move I can't really say much because you're still watching it. Well, um, I mean, I've read the source material. Does it go past what the seven volumes that are out? So that's what I want to talk about. Um, first off, fantastic slice of life. I love it. Uh, it's It takes what is really perceived to be like a very kind of boring hobby of shogi, which um, for all intents and purposes is, is the equivalent of like chess for the most part. Uh, and doesn't make it interesting so much but it it does what kind of like what diamond did last season which is like they just use it as a common ground for other stories and plots to take place and i like that i like how they they didn't have it be like the focal point sure the main character um we'll call her the main character actually uh urishi like that's like her every day is shogi thinks about shogi reads about shogi plays shogi talks about shogi like it's all shogi uh and then a yumu who is um the uh kohai like the younger student the that joins the club yeah wherever, wherever you want to well, call i him. guess yeah a younger student is a kohai. yeah yeah, okay, yeah kohai Continue. yeah um his whole motivation is like i really like this girl but I won't be able to ask around until I beat her at Shogi. And the unfortunate thing is that he sucks at Shogi. Uh, that is not a spoiler. It is the literal back of like the first volume. And I think it's one of like the things it says like in the description for the show too. So don't worry, not spoiling anything too much here. It is the um, backbone of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's episode one is like say stated very plainly that this is his whole purpose is like, I want to get better at Shogi so I can ask this girl out. Uh, Cause I really like her. It goes deeper into some of the other friends, which I really, really like too. I like when a, when a slice of life doesn't focus on exclusively the main characters and like just has those side characters around. Like they spend a good amount of time just on some of the side characters, like no main characters for large chunks of episodes. I assume Which is, they go into good. the library people, the two library people, and then yep. I think they do they introduce the third um, club member at some point? Uh, the fourth, technically. Oh, technically the fourth, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. They, they, do go, they do go to where the manga is. I don't know if they go past it or not. Well, so that's the last thing I want to say is that the current volumes out in North America... Um, it does get through, but, and it goes beyond it, actually. Um, just, it, it, it's, it's not anything where you'd be like, whoa, they rushed through seven volumes because what I caught on, on what I caught on to was that they were actually strategically picking out pieces of the source material to put in the first season and leaving bits and pieces of the source material for, what I fingers crossed can only assume is the second season because they, they did what I've, what I've said constantly about some other shows, which is like, 
it's it's okay to deviate from the source material if it makes the actual anime better. And this like a Yumu does it really really well. Where like if they left off where I thought they would in the source material, which would be like maybe the end of volume four into a little bit of volume five, it would have been like a wah, this feels really stupid to leave off. It's not even a cliffhanger, right? Yeah. Whereas they instead were like, okay, we want to build it up to this one point that's beyond, like in volume seven. Now we have to kind of fill it in with other pieces that make sense. Let's take some from what's out, obviously. But then let's leave some of that stuff for later and let's pick and choose some of the source material that's out just in Japan and not out in physical volume in the United States. Cause it's okay. It doesn't matter. Like they did that towards the end of the season. And I thought it was great still like even the new stuff. I'm like, even the stuff I had read too. I was like, Oh, I love seeing it play out. Like I like seeing it in motion and, and kind of getting a sense for the actual feelings of the characters when it's spoken and, and it's in, um, it's in film form. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they they did a really good job with the source material. They did a fantastic job with incorporating Shogi into A Slice of Life. Uh, and I think they did a really good job with the characters, too. It's, again, I, I speak highly of Slice of Life and really any anime, any, anime, anime Animes. that spends time on not only its main characters, but other characters, too. So that way you kind of feel like they're important. And they're not just ancillary to the story. Like you want to, you want it to be like, okay, I I do kind of care about this person now. I don't mind seeing more of them. Yeah. Um. That's what this does really well at. So, if you want to slice, I know Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Frank already said is the slice of life to go watch. Um. And I know it's really good. I have to watch it myself. Uh. But if you want to have a similar experience to like. Not the emotional level of Daimon, but that level of like, ooh, here's like a really cool element to a slice of life, like sweets for Daimon, Shogi for a Yumu, mixed in with very solid character development, and it, you know, in a really good story. Uh, then I would go watch When Will Yumu Make His Move. It's it is a lot of fun. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. I, that's again. That's on my to watch list. I'm looking forward to it. Love the source material, as we both discussed. But yeah, we'll get there one day. Um, shows we finished. Uh, there are three shows that we both watched: Licorice Recoil, Don Machi, and of course Call of the Night. So we discussed br- very, very briefly about Call of the Night. I think the next show I want to just kind of get into and just talk about would be Don Machi season four. Yeah. Which is part one of two yeah probably maybe uh the weird thing about this one to me was that a we didn't know it was going to be a two-parter going in we didn't mm-hmm. find out until like the season just ended and two that it was 11 episodes i thought it would be you know the normal 12 13 episodes but i understand from where they ended why they did 11 now i think if they tried to drag that out for an extra episode to make 12 it would have felt a little cheap I'll also add to that and say that it did come out later in the season as well, I believe. I can double check that. Yeah, it came out near but the I end wanna of say the, it came out near the end of July, if I'm not mistaken. July twenty first. Yeah. Which compared to the other shows that were coming out, like the earliest show that we had was July first. Yep. But most other shows were coming out around the fifth, sixth, and seventh. So I mean this was 
well into summer season. So I honestly am not I'm not that surprised that it's 11 episodes. But yeah, to your point, I was surprised when they were like, oh, by the way, there's going to be a second part. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Which I'm not I'm not complaining about by any means, because I no, do no, no, no. for all intents and purposes. I love this series. Um, I think I enjoy reading it a bit more. Um well, I wouldn't say I like reading it more because honestly, the manga only goes up to partway through season two currently, but the spinoff manga is really fucking good, but also really dark. And that's kind of where this season goes this, this time around. It starts yeah. to show the really dark parts of this world and it's people that inhabit it. Uh, like in the spinoff, they go more into the uh not hestia family the loki family and they go into the past lives of the two amazons that are with them tiona and tiona uh they go into bet's backstory which is fucked like it's super dark and i was just like man where is this in don machi like in the original show where is this i want to get to this stuff because this stuff is really fucking good and they finally decided fuck it we're gonna we're gonna start it now and the amount of like despair that these characters kind of have to endure and go through is insane but also just really good just television honestly i think this is like if i were to rank the seasons as of right now it's still one is the best three is the second this would probably be right after three and then two still being the last yeah but um for those of you who haven't watched don machi here's another really poor explanation as to what this show is about uh it's another take on gods coming down to the mortal world and becoming mortals and not having their powers really kind of sort of and like they do but they don't and then they can give their blessing to humans so that they become part of their family and when they give their blessing they become a little bit more powerful and they can level up by going into dungeons and there's one really main dungeon of the world, which is in Orario. And so people just make a living off of going into the dungeon, killing monsters, leveling up, and making names for themselves, etc. Um, that's the generalized plot, without going into too, too much detail. That actually wasn't a terrible description. That was um, pretty good. It's pretty solid. Uh, so that is like, if that sounds any sort of interesting to you, I would I would suggest watching it. it. The season one is very good. It is technically a harem anime, which you know, season one I feel like yeah. is pretty egregious with its uh sort of like its fan service, but I feel like it gets better and only limits it to one maybe two characters a season. I think season two is probably the most egregious, um, just because of the setting. Yeah, but. But, yeah, to your point, it, I think it gets away from it. Uh, should also be noted, too, for any of you who are confused that we're calling it Don Machi, uh, the full title is, Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Yes, sorry uh, about which that. Which is quite a, long, quite a long title to constantly say. It's, I guess, known in Japan as Don Machi, and we the, just sort of picked it up. The project, I, th I believe it was called Project Don Machi, and that's why people just call it Don Machi. Okay, yeah. Plus, it's easier to say. So if you're looking yeah. for it, don't look up Don Machi. It's, Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Which... Uh, definitely like first season to what you were saying, Frank felt mm -hmm. that way of like the, yeah, kind of building out a harem ish sort of thing. Uh, and then into season two, but, uh, definitely doesn't really go further into that 
towards you know season three and definitely not season four with the whole like is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon you're I like i feel like there are subtle I hints like we're, to it but like yeah. it, it just did not it was like no we don't have time for that right now yeah no we're, we're going more action like there's there's less picking up girls more uh girls just sort of find their way plus guys too so hey hey swinging both ways i see uh yeah, into this bell, giant good old 14 year old bell yeah jesus yeah that piece we won't get into either but mm-hmm. um yes season oh. four uh, also, for those of you turn. who are wondering, uh, for the generalization summary, um, when I say gods and goddesses coming down to the world, I mean from like all different types of religions and theology. Yeah, yeah, or mythologies. I think most. I was to say mostly, 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 mostly Greek and Roman. I think like. Uh, there's believe so. Greek and Roman, and I know there's some Japanese in there as well. I'd have yeah. to really look up a list, but um, yeah, it, it, basically, there's just uh, for those mythologies that have a lot of gods, like the god of fucking like rocks, like pebbles, like I'm the god of a pebble, like all of those mythologies. That's basically who's in Don Machi, um, minus like the big you, ones like Loki, he, um, Zeus, technically. Well, he's mentioned, we have. We have Loki, I thought. No, I know. I, I'm just saying, but you also have your big ones like Loki, yeah, yeah, Zeus, yeah, yeah, yeah. et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. They're just in, they're just, some of them are just kind of sprinkled in while others are major players to the story. Hermes. Um, Hermes yeah, Hermes. Um, but yeah. besides the point, uh, season four was solid. I think it's still very a very good show. Um, not as good as season three or one, but those two seasons in specific were very good in my opinion. Um, so it it was a good showing. I'm I'm looking forward to season or part two of season four, yeah. which will air in January 2023. I will say, and this is not a spoiler too. I will say that the first sort of half of this season mm-hmm. felt like just kind of like a placeholder for what they wanted to do with the latter half that now extends into this part two. Yeah, I think it was more so just like a prep work for it. It was like, hey, don't be surprised when this happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I thought the season was really good. Um, and I I am going to be bold in my prediction and say that once part two comes out, looking at it as a whole, it'll probably surpass three. Might even get close to season one as being my favorite season. Just because of the direction that they took this fourth season i think it's like the perfect shift in what before was a fairly tame i'd say uh exploring of the dungeon for the most part has now ventured into like the okay no we're getting into like the serious portions of the dungeon we're learning more about just the dungeon as a whole too and and how it relates to the gods coming down like what their whole connection is yeah like that's really what i can i foresee being built out in this part two but they set it up really really well at the end of this season just the beginning of the season was like cool they're fighting another creature and it's like oh it's smart yeah 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 it's like eh. it's it's overall it's a very good show i really enjoy it i mean to me it's it's a solid 7.5 to an 8 I think, like, overall, if you were combining all the seasons, I would probably put it at, like, eh, I'd probably give it an 8, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, no, I think overall I'd give it, yeah, at least an 8, maybe even an 8.5. I mean, season 3 is, is, season 1 alone, 
I think is very would, good. Would, would take yeah. I mean, it, it, that's a, if you want to give a it a try, just for the world building and the character development. Yes. Yeah. It. I would say give it a try with season one. Like there are bits and pieces that I can foresee people getting caught up on. We're caught up in, which is like sort of the pseudo etchiness. Obviously, the harem aspect lends itself to that yeah. too. Um, and then I can see people really not liking Hestia, just personality wise. Hestia, yeah. Chestia. Nope. She's that's yeah, some people she's, call her. She's uh, overbearing. Good word. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, but if you can get past it, I mean, season one's fantastic. Season two. Not bad. It's a it's a still an enjoyable watch, but definitely not as good. And then season three is fantastic. So excited to see where season four goes in the next part. But we'll have to wait until January or in, winter twenty twenty three. Indubitably. But we got one last show real quick that we will talk about for this season, and that is Licorice Recoil, which is an original anime uh, on Crunchyroll. Basically, yes. this show is just John Wick with schoolgirls and non lethal bullets. Yes. Quote unquote non lethal bullets. The fucking bullets go through a goddamn car door, but doesn't kill him. Okay. Eh. They 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 can get away with some stuff. I don't Semantics. mind. Semantics. I yeah, because... I absolutely like. I feel like a lot of people absolutely adored this show, and I'm I'm in that camp. So good. This like, show. This is it's it's one of those weird shows on paper, but was absolutely like one of those. I every week I was like, yes, I'm ready. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to this show, and it was just. That show that I had probably had the most fun with this season. I mean, between, like I, I said, between one, two, and three, I don't know where to put Licorice Recoil, Call of the Night, Made in Abyss. They're all very good for all very, very different reasons. And that's why I'm like, I don't know where to put what. But I will say I probably had the most fun with Licorice Recoil because it was just the action was superb. The animation was great. The characters were cute. It Just everything about this world and these characters and everything about it just oozed with like fuck i can't even think of the word uh shit i wish i could help you i'm trying to think of the word it's like uh you know how like persona is like themed with jazz like it just oozes with jazz but what's the word it oozes with personality there's everything about this yeah yeah this the show just oozes with personality and it's it's so good. It's so fun. It's just a fun yeah. show. And it it has a lot of layers to it too, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, there's because there is for everybody. Yeah, there's still some mystery about you know you, you you slowly start to unravel all of the different knots and twists and stuff that they introduce pretty early on too, which is nice. It's not one of those weird builds of like the here's one mystery and then like halfway through it's like oh here's another mystery and then a couple episodes later you're like here's a third mystery and then they all just sort of sputter out at the end yeah it's like no here's here's your general synopsis of the world what these characters you know what they do their purpose um the sort of bad guys at the beginning too ish like you get like a immediate uh, conflict at the beginning too with the characters so you, you kind of get it all at the beginning, but the way that they build everything out and expand on it, and it's, a, again, a slow roll to the very end where you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Um, Superb. Like, that aspect was awesome. But then, yeah, I, I think if you're looking just for something action, too, 
I mean, you can just watch this as well. Yep. But you think like, oh, a bunch of like schoolgirls, John Wick. It can't be that cool. Like, no, the the action sequences are incredible. Animation alone is fantastic, but the choreography mixed with the music, mixed with like just the settings too. At times, like sometimes it's in the middle of the night. Sometimes it's in broad daylight. Sometimes it's in a skyscraper. Sometimes it's just in a park. Like it's really, really, really well done. Um, yeah. And for an original two, holy moly. Yeah. Um, I so know good. that it's getting a manga adaptation. No, light novel adaptation. It may or may not be getting a... I think it's getting a manga too. I'll double check real I quick. I believe. But, um, yeah, everything about this show was great. Yes, it is getting a manga uh, as well. And it's getting a light novel. And I don't know if it's getting a season two, but I hope the hell it does because this show was... <sighs> I mean, so truthfully... Good. Truthfully, I loved where it ended. Again, no spoilers for anyone. Um, but it ended yeah. it ended perfectly, in my opinion. Yep. Um, they could have gone one direction with it. Instead, they went another direction. And either way, I would have been happy with it. But, yeah. it For a show that's an original that has a fairly interesting premise, too, but nothing you know, out of the ordinary or, or, or super extraordinary by any means. It did such a good job. Like, mm -hmm. I think when we were previewing it and we read the synopsis, we were like, okay, yeah, this sounds interesting. And I think we were both hooked after episode one. We were like, oh yeah, no, this, this is immediate full bucket. We're going all the way through. This is not the college three episode trial. Like we're, this is a for sure staple for summer. Yeah. And, I think it stuck true every single week. Yeah, I don't definitely think did was, not take its foot off the gas. It was there it was, was astounding. there wasn't an episode any of the weeks that I was just like this was just fine. This was okay. This yeah. was just mid, but it, it was consistently a blast. It was yeah. it was really really good. Yeah, even the episodes that didn't have action too. There was still a lot there that made it entertaining. Like it, you didn't have to have a gunfight or a hand-to-hand -hand combat, or a, a flashback to when the characters were going through training or anything. Like, you could just have an episode where they're out on recon, and then you're diving deep into the history of a particular person, or you're starting to slowly unwind that one mystery to figure out what's going on. Like, every single episode was entertaining from start to finish, because... It had the action, the mystery, and the characters so well built out that you could just focus on one, couple, all of it, and it would make for a fantastic episode week to week. Yeah. So huge, 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 huge props to Licorice Recoil and uh, A1, A1 Studios, A1 Pictures. Um, because, yeah, this one was a knock-out-of-the-park home run grand slam hat trick touchdown agreed agreed but Slam dunk. Um, with that being said um i was gonna say if we have enough time i'll go over you know if we've watched anything in the fall but we are running out of time so we are not going to do a fall preview of what we've already watched even though it's only been one nothing. episode eh? yeah i yeah, know it's only been one episode but um let's let's give this bitch a grade summer 2022 how would you grade it it was hard. It was really hard because I was looking back at winter and spring grades and being like, did I really grade those that way? Huh. Um, 
I'm going to give it a B minus. And I'm going to give it a B minus because the shows that I was like, yeah, no, these are going to be great. We're great. Call the Night, Don Machi, um, Overlord, from what I had watched, all great. The shows that I was like, yes, I have high hopes for, but it's going to depend on how they're adapted. Uh, some of, yeah, like a Yumu was good. Licorice Recoil, again, is an original, so there was no adaptation. Uh, really good. But the ones where I was like, okay, these can be good. Like, they have to be good, right? Like, they, they need to be good. Not good. Devil is a part-timer. Not good. Um, Harem, because of all of the, the, like, I wouldn't even say hype. It was just the advertising and the promotion of it. Like, I'm like, okay, it, it, it has to be good because yes, it's going to be etchy and it's going to be a fan servicey to the, to the umpteenth degree. We know that, but the story itself has to be good, right? No, not good. <laughs> like <laughs> was not enjoyable. Um, and then the ones that I gave tries to like the maid I recently hired as mysterious. I was like, you know, what? could be interesting. Was not interesting. Um, I'm looking through other ones too, that I, I didn't even say before. But, like, uh, I didn't even get around to watching Phantom of the Idol or Teppin, too. Um, and yeah, I watched, I forgot I watched episode one of Phantom of the Idol. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, like, like, my stepmom's daughter's my ex was interesting. Like, was good. It was a good slice of life. But I, I it was very slow, I will say. It, it did have sort of, like, the slowness to it that I was like, okay, you know, I can give it a week off and I'll watch something else. So... Um, can't really fault it that much for that. But I think the biggest reason, think looking at my grade now, the biggest reason why I gave Summer a B- minus is because uh, we still have yet to watch Summertime Rendering. Yep. And I that know that would have been, been... Core 2, but yeah. Yeah, it would have been Core 2. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, you know, can't blame that for the whole season, but I, I, I think that sort of encapsulates my whole thought of, of it, which is like, there were a good handful of shows that I'm like, I've either watched the previous seasons or read it. I know it's going to be good that yes, they were good. And then there were the other shows where I'm like, okay, I need these to be good to fill in the, the extra space I have for this season. And they were lackluster or just downright bad. Yeah. Like I didn't, you didn't have those ones from like spring or winter, even where you're like, Whoa, caught off guard. Right? Like for me, it was diamond like completely caught off guard. That's why I was like, yes, this uh, incredible for sure. Um, even like Akabee's sailor uniform for me, which I think was winter or summer. I know it might've been summer or spring. I mean, excuse me. Um, I was One like, yeah, them. yeah. Like that's, that was my dark horse. My like, yeah, holy shit. This was really good. And I wouldn't have expected it. Uh, I just didn't have that this season. I and mean, I wouldn't even say Licorice Recoil was that because we read the synopsis and I was like, yeah, no, I think this is going to be good. And first episode was like a, an immediate yes. You know, it wasn't like a, you had to watch it to figure out if it's good. It was like, a no, no, we know this is going to be good. Like it, it was pretty, pretty obvious from the beginning. So I just didn't I didn't have that underdog show to really lean on to be like, oh, yeah, no, this season was solid. Like they, they I was surprised by a couple here and there. It was like a no. The ones I thought were going to be good were, ended up being good, and the ones that I was hopeful for ended up being poopy. Yeah. So uh, it is what it is. For me, I gave it a B minus minus. Um, it, this is like an eighty, like a literal eighty 
out of a hundred, that's like to me, that's what a. The... I'd say it's a seventy nine point nine, and the teacher oh. just rounded you up. Yeah, where I went to school, eighty was the lowest B minus. Yeah, seventy nine point seven five or seventy nine point five one or whatever shit. Yeah, this was like as low B minus as I would ever get. I think it was better than winter, but I also think that that's because winter had worse shows overall than this one did like the shows that were bad in winter were truly horrendous while the shows in summer that were bad were like this is bad this isn't as bad but this is bad um yeah i think you know they there were shows that i was looking forward to we've already talked about them all um the shows that i thought would be great and good they were uh made in abyss really fucking pulled through and tugged at those heartstrings again and um if you're looking at mal actually it is the highest rated show of the season so there's a little tidbit for you there um i knew maiden abyss would be great i knew call of the night i had my doubts about the art style like the one weird fucking vending machine shadow thing really still bugged the shit out of me and i that that worried me but, you know, after that, it was great. Um, Don Machi, I knew it was going to be solid, or I at least hoped it was going to be solid. And I was like, okay, anything else is extra. Let's see if the shows that are ma- trying to make a comeback are good. Let's see if these weird shows that I never heard of, like Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, are any good. No? Okay, cool. But, like, in that pile of what can be good, we did find a good couple gems, like Licorice Recoil and uh, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. So it was one of those things that, the shows that I was hoping would be good were good. The shows that were trying to make a comeback weren't. Uh, I didn't even give a shit about Overlord, as you know. And as if you've been a yeah. long time listening to this, you know I don't like Overlord. So it was never a chance I was going to watch it. But um, solidly a B minus minus, like the lowest B minus you can give a, a person, a show, a thing. That's what this was. So fall 2022, we've already done the preview week one and like week point five has already happened and man i've watched three shows already and i'm so excited i need to find time because like i i will oh, yeah. definitely be making more of an effort to watch shows at night i i kind of slacked this season but this this season this fall i i can't like i need to start watching shows like in bed more often because yeah, we we discussed before the show. There's probably a solid seven shows on the we are watching this list, while there are like seven more shows on the we'll give a three episode try, and then a few shows on the one episode. So I'm, I mean, I'm I'm on the optimist train. I have I think I counted out like ten or eleven on the for sure watching, and just yeah. like an, an additional three or four on the we'll give it a try. Um. I, I honestly need to like write down in my planner or calendar like every single show that comes out when it comes out so I can be like, okay, I need to time this throughout the week so I know I'm staying on top of it because uh, if I couldn't keep behind. up with... Oh, yeah. I mean, I only had four shows I, I finished and three other shows that I wanted to finish from this season. And I have, again, I think I have 14 or 15 that are I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I, I, I'm going to watch it for sure. Like I, I'm, I'm going to do it or at Good least try. You, buddy. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, th- th- my yep. hope is that there'll be shows where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to wait for it to come out in its entirety. Like, I don't need to watch it right now, but I, I, I'm just going to get sucked in. I know. Yeah. Spy Family, My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Bleach, 
eminence reincarnated as a sword uzaki like the list goes on and on and on i'm so just I'm happy like, that some of these are uh, actually coming out on the weekend rather than the weekdays like a majority of the shows yeah. i feel like we watched this season came out on like thursdays or mondays or something like that this season yeah. like spy family and spy family in uh what is it my hero come out on saturdays uh mobile suit gundam which from mercury is on a sunday and then you got random shows during the weekend so yeah the other but, thing I'll note, too, is that it's really nice that most of the episodes, if they haven't come out already, because um, some have aired already, as you mm-hmm. noted, uh, they all are starting around the same time, like during the month or during yep. the season, I should say. So that's another nice thing. You're not having to be like, oh, shit, this show comes out three weeks I think later. There's like one or two that we that do start at a uh, weird date. But... Two, two Year Eternity and then two other ones that we couldn't give a shit about yeah, um, fair enough. start way later. So, yeah, uh, I, I just I'm I'm. Well, physically, emotionally ready for fall, just not mentally, because I don't know if I'll be able to keep up. Well, we'll if see. you're mentally still with us, thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, greatly appreciate it. We'll be back next week with uh, news reviews, uh, news and previews and more reviews if we want uh, for shows that we didn't watch. And I know that I w- am currently watching spooky shows because it's spooky season. So, ooh. I will be giving some reviews no and talking about that um, in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that. Um, if you want the conversation to continue, please head over to at Co Podcast on Twitter, where you can join our Discord, yell at us on Twitter, and everywhere else, and uh, yeah, just have a good time with us and keep the conversation going. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Back